Hi, I'm Victoria. And I'm Lexi. And welcome to Entry Level, the podcast for people figuring it out. If this is your first episode with us, welcome. Make sure to check out our trailer to get a better idea of who we are and why we started this all. As we approach the holiday season, our last episode touched on boundaries. So if you're interested in learning more, make sure you go take a listen. And also while you're doing that, make sure you go ahead and rate the podcast five stars wherever you're listening, whether that's Spotify, Anchor FM, or Apple Podcasts. I love how we've gotten so shameless with that. I feel like before oh, we used no, to be so okay. like, oh, if you if you have a minute, no. go ahead. And now we're like, follow us, rate us, do this, do that. Yeah, we're trying to grow, ladies and yeah, gents. We are business women. And like I mentioned in the last episode, and I'll repeat it again, as Miss Car- Kim Kardashian said, we're getting our asses up and working <laughs> for the end of 2022 and the beginning of 2023. You're going to see a way different structured disciplined format because you won't know what hit you we got some goals okay speaking of goals oh we're (laughs) not there yet (laughs) not there yet but that's okay spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) yeah so with that on this episode what are we getting into (laughs) so for all of our spotify listeners um by the time this comes out it would have been out for what Two weeks now? Yeah, everyone's over <laughs> it by the time that this episode goes out, but we, we still want to do it. We learned that our timing for a lot of editorial moments this year were a wee bit off with our scheduling of episodes. Um, that'll hopefully be fixed in the new year, new year as well. But yeah, Spotify Wrapped did come out a wee two weeks ago. It might be over for you, but it's not for us. It's still new news. You haven't seen ours anywhere, <laughs> have you? Um, I mean, I don't know if some people follow me on my personal Instagram account and they saw my story for one hour a couple days ago. They might have. They might have. Oh, man. If you didn't, we decided to get into our top artists and songs for our Spotify wrapped. So I'm going to let Lexi take it away <laughs> for artists. Now, we'll also preface this with I think we try to be unique and individual people, but you'll learn through um, the data is telling us maybe something otherwise. I also Um, want to give a disclaimer, like genuinely, (laughs) like mostly for me, not necessarily for Lexi. I can't speak for Lexi. Like I was not really listening to a lot of music this year, which is unlike me, I will say. And that's all I need to say. Like, don't take my top ones as my top ones like maybe it was just playing a little bit more than the other ones and we're gonna get into some other ones afterwards but like take these top ones with a grain of salt okay like not everything's sometimes it's fake news okay <laughs> anyway it's yeah it's all it's all propaganda it's all you know it all plays into the bigger picture um but yeah so i know anyway spotify gives you typically the top five we're just gonna stick to our top three artists and then our top three songs for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, again, if you know me in my personal life, I don't think any of this would be a surprise. Also, whatever episode we did our Receitify on, I feel like mine is still pretty similar. Um, mm-hmm. But my top artist of the year is Frank Ocean. Um, and it was tough. I'm not going to lie to you because I there were times I intentionally played his music, even if I didn't want to listen to it, because I wanted to stay true to the fan that I claim to be. And it's hard when you have to listen to the same two albums, a couple of singles, and a couple of features for oh, years, man. years on end. Um, About 10 years. Literally 10 years. No, literally, literally 10 years. Um, and it's exhausting, but it is nice to know that, you know, if a gun is ever held to my head and I need to sing the lyrics of a song completely correctly, <laughs> I'll probably be safe with the Frank Ocean song. So he was number one. Number two was Baby Keem. Which Baby Keem was a 2022 discovery for me, I have to say. The Melodic Blue, whenever that came out, really swept me off my feet. And it stayed on pretty much every playlist I've made this year since. And then number three, which kind of surprised me and I don't really identify with, is Kendrick Lamar. (laughs) I feel like he's the type of rapper that you'd put with, you know, a J. Cole. Correct. Maybe a new age childish Gambino, very aware of the world, which (laughs) I am not. Unfortunately, no. especially when I listen to music. No, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> and I'm not going to fake on that. Also, when I listen to music, I mostly listen to music because I think it's fun, not because 
I think it, mm-hmm. I'm not one of those people that get super like deep into the lyrics and like, oh, it's poetic and it means so much. And did you hear this double entendre and this, this and that? I don't get into it that deep. But I did really like um, Kendrick Lamar's new album that he dropped this year. And so that was on repeat for a while, which I think put him to the top along with Money Trees is a song that constantly comes on that I never skip. Mm-hmm. Um, classic, classic. And I'm trying to think of what other songs he has that like, I just always listen to. But anyway, top three. Not super surprised, but that's me, I guess. I can't say I'm surprised either. I was going to call you out about the intentional streams of Frank Ocean since you oh, for that sure. last year. But you added for yourself, sure. so that's fine. We love a truthful queen. Um, well, yeah, I'm not surprised by yours. Um, mine, on the other hand, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not surprised per se. I'm surprised that I'm not surprised that they were in my top in general. I'm surprised <laughs> that they were my top. So, like, because I'm like I wasn't like streaming them like that in my head, but um, I'll just go ahead and read mine. We don't have to harp on it for too long. Um, my number one was um, Drake. Woo! Aubrey Drake Graham. <laughs> Maybe I was inspired by all the Degrassi I was watching earlier this year. I just, I don't know. Um, I haven't even listened to like the 21 Savage album. So I'm like, I was not streaming Drake like that. I feel Again, like the propaganda, like this is propaganda. <laughs> like I was not listening to this man. I feel like, though, that's another thing. Drake has so much music. I will say, he released he has three albums so this year. so much music. I was, I was listening to Certified Lover Boy a lot, but um, I was not a big streamer of Honestly, Nevermind. I was not a big streamer of... What's the 21 Savage album called? Oh, Her but Loss. Her Loss. Like, I... It was show how much I was listening to him. The second one, Beyonce. Okay, like... Literally, this is just because I was listening to Cup It. Like, I can't even lie. Okay, that's live. Take it back. I was listening to the album. I will say the whole album. But um, also, I will say a lot of this is because I would be working, but like, I don't want to put on a playlist during work. Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes it's easy to put on just like an artist where you know all of their songs. That is how Taylor Swift ended up in my top because I know all of her songs. And I'm like, it's just easy to put this on because like, you can kind of drown it out when you really know the song. It was always Beyonce. I would play like the album four, or I'd play like um because four is like my favorite one. Or I'd play Beyonce the album. Yeah. Or like something really old. So like that one, okay, like that one's not as bad. Last one, also not as bad. I don't think anyone's surprised by any means. Um, as I was a one direction girly, but um my number three was Harry Styles. I don't think anyone's surprised I was a One Direction girly. Harry Styles was in One Direction. His recent album was good. I'm sure he's going to get a Grammy. Mm-hmm. And I'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> that's my top three. It's giving me very much, what was that sound? It's like, she's like every other bitch. Like, no, that's okay. kind of like, what. I wasn't going to talk about it. Like, because Lexi was like, mine's so basic. And I was like, it no, is. it's not. Like, for someone who listens to those people, sure, it's basic. For the average Joe Schmo who only listens to the radio, like, he listens to the radio, would know every single one of my artists. Someone who does not listen to the radio would not know who Baby Keem is, I promise. Because I, just I mean, maybe that was here. one. But <laughs> I mean, I low-key did, too. Um, but even my other ones, Drake was still in my top five. So I'm like, it's, it's Okay, but basic. these people are only hearing top three. So okay, when you hear mine... I mean, you already gave away that Taylor Swift was in your top five. The biggest music artist in the world. Except for Bad Bunny. Except for Bad Bunny. You're right. You got me there. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess moving on from that, our top songs pretty much reflected our top artists, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah, Drake is not much of a surprise there. Drake's not even in my top song. Yeah. My top songs were Pink and White by Frank Ocean, which that recently. Yeah, that recently got picked up on TikTok, which good for y'all if you haven't heard it before it became a trend, <laughs> but always a good song. Charmander, which kind of random. This was a song by, or this is a song by Amine. And I remember Noah and I went to his concert. It was like our Valentine's Day celebration thing back in February. Really? And I listened to the album on repeat so much because I didn't really know the songs that had dropped. I just knew Noah liked the album. 
So I was trying to catch up. And so I think I just listened to it way too much. Um, but pretty much every song off his most recent album, I think, is also in my top 100 songs. And then my last song, well, my third song, Die Hard by Kendrick Lamar, also off his newest album. Um, great song. I feel like I will probably never skip that song in the future. And I don't really have much more to say about it. So, your turn. Um. <laughs> so once again, prefacing mine, like, I don't think this is really reflective of me as a, as a whole person. Is there a dance to all of these songs? Okay, no. First of all. <laughs> The first two literally don't have dances. <laughs> Were they popular on TikTok? Yes. There's a there's, there's a, a dance. To what? Late night. As talking? it was. No, it's as it was. What's run, the dance? Run, to then as again, it? back high speed internet. Is that that song? I, I don't want to talk I about the way that it was. Dance. Anyway, like it wasn't like a cultural movement like Cuff it was. I didn't say. And it was I all will say. Okay. I said it had a dance. Oh, per- I didn't even say what they were first. Okay, top three. Let's just run through them, okay? Like, let's just get over it. Late Night Talking, as it was, Cuff It. Okay, the biggest songs in the world, yeah. Minus Bad Bunny, sorry. <laughs> okay, Cuff It, I, I will say I was an early adopter to that song. That was the first you one that I liked on Renaissance. I told everyone that was my favorite one. I was like, this should have been a single. That's how it works for every album that I listen to ever. I find the song that ends up being the second single, and then it makes me look really basic months later because it becomes a song everybody likes. Cuff It was an example. Late Night Talking was the same example on Harry's House. I was like, that's my favorite song. And then it was the second single. So that is the explanation for those two. I don't have an explanation for as it was. I really don't. <laughs> I, I didn't think I was listening to that song that much. I, I did not. I felt like I skipped it, if anything, more than... But whatever. Spotify says it was as it was. So that's what it was. Those are my top three. We don't need to get into it. I'm not posting my whole playlist. <laughs> I'm sure like people post hers. You're not getting mine because mine had, what did I say? Oh, I'm going in. Drake, <laughs> Wayne, and Jeezy. Don't know how that ended up on there. Um, let, me, let me pull like two more that just didn't make any sense. I don't think I had too many surprises. No, I had some surprises. And I think some of them are from my workout playlist. A lot and of them. They a couple of them there. are from my workout too. Like why is Only by Nicki Minaj, Drake, Lil Wayne, and Chris Brown in... Uh, granted, it's at the end. It's maybe 96 out of 100. <laughs> oh, what else is on here? Oh, okay. No, actually, I will say one of mine. Tell me how one of my top artists was Don Tolliver. I was waiting for you to say that. I was like, oh, I my, num- you my number four song was No Idea, which is from 2019. <laughs> the song Love you, everybody- the throw back. Okay, I will say, though, I was playing that song a lot in the car. I would play it a lot. But yeah, mine just didn't make any sense. So no, it's not getting posted anywhere. But that's what the data says. So, so not only are we wrapping up our Spotify, we're also wrapping up this whole year of I guess entry level. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so this will be by the time this is posted, hopefully in a week, this will be our last episode of the year. And it's been very fun to kind of document all of our conversations that we've had this year. I feel like we've been very open about a lot of things for the entirety of the year things that we're excited for, things that didn't go the way we planned, like things that we're struggling <laughs> with. Um, but I don't know. I think we thought it'd be fun to just kind of have a like whole 2023 entry level wrapped episode. So obviously we just went over some of our Spotify analytics, I guess. Um, but we'll also just talk through a couple other things this year. I think I said 2023 wrapped. Did I say 2023? If I said 2023, I meant 2022. Um, I'm just, you know, me always thinking of the future. Um, but with that, we'll go through a couple, I don't know, bests, I guess, and tops of the year. We only think positively over here. Mm, yeah, we're working, <laughs> we're working through that. We're trying. So yeah, so speaking of our Spotify wrapped, we're going to start off with giving some justice to some artists that didn't make the cut for our top five air quotes, according to Spotify. Yeah, I would say these are people who like are really on the up and up, in my opinion. Mine are pretty basic, but um, they still don't get oh, the recognition they deserved. Fine. Same they thing. didn't get the recognition they deserved in my playlist, so. Um, I think mine did, but that's okay. Oh, in your playlist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. Um, no, my first one would be um, 
Mr. Omar Apollo, the love of my life, who is very happily taken, that's fine, by Lexi's love of her life, Frank Ocean. Isn't that like a match made now? Was that confirmed? Yeah. Well, I thought I remember seeing, I think it was over the summer, there were pictures of them on a yacht in Italy or something like that. But I don't think I heard anything after that. Huh? I'm like 90% sure that it's confirmed that they're dating. (laughs) I thought they were dating. Like, I thought it was confirmed. I think it was like, oh, confirmed spotted together and it was speculating. But like I said, I think after the summer, I didn't hear anything else about it. Oh, no, they dated. Oh, past tense. Or maybe they broke up. Told a story you heard about Ocean and Apollo privately dating for as many as three years. Three years. How old is Omar Apollo? Frank Ocean's like 30 something. I thought he was my age. 25. Frank Ocean is 35. <gasps> 35? <laughs> I thought old. he was like 30. No, he's 35. Okay. He better put, well, he better put some of these songs out before he okay. before he retired. Um, yeah. Anyways, well, they did date. Um, and I think I mentioned like in an earlier episode this year that I was really into Omar Polo. Still am. Don't know how he didn't make him to my top, but that's a story for another day. So yeah, Omar Apollo is my number one. But he's like really getting big, especially because when he did the mm-hmm. Tiny Desk performance for Latinx Heritage Month, um, that like blew up. And I was like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Like not that I found him super early because I didn't. Like I found him pretty late um, through Dominic Fike. But like I don't want him to get like super big. So I am happy for him, but also like... You know, when you want to, like, gatekeep? You know, like, mm-hmm. oh, I, I can't even gatekeep. Like, I, I was a late fan. <laughs> but, like, I'm like, oh, he's supposed to be, like, on the radios and shit. But him. And then also I was really surprised that SZA didn't make it, considering that she was mm-hmm. my number one song last year. Shout out Good Days. Did end up on my playlist, but didn't wasn't, like, in the top. But she's coming out with a new album this week. Yeah, that will. It'll I be freshly wait. out. Well, I also saw it. It's it's like twenty three songs or something. Yeah, like no, that. we're getting granted. Fed. I think a couple we already know. We know we know a couple of them already. But um, yeah. no, she she's she's making up for the years that she left us. Parched. No, and I was saying like, I'm I'm nervous for this album. Like, Control has been on repeat since high school, and it's funny. Literally because over the years, like different songs have really like i've related mm-hmm. so much to different songs throughout the five years that i've listened to this album so it's just very weird to be like I'm, like i'm i'm scared to see like how this album is going to relate to me because the way that 20 something hits mm-hmm. every single time like if you are even feeling an ounce of like loss in your life and you put on 20 mm-hmm. something you will be full-on sobbing because you're like this girl like really understands me like yeah I'm sorry. that normal girl um what what else is there um, i think my favorite is garden at least my favorite oh, right now. interesting that was my favorite back in like uh like my freshman year of college yeah that's i feel, a, like I feel the same way about it like changing yeah but that's on there oh broken uh, clocks is just always fun to like belt oh car, broken, I think. broken clocks yeah um but yeah so i've gone through so many phases with that album and i've like grown so much like i've become so many different people Mm -hmm. all while listening to that album so i'm like oh what's gonna happen with this album you know what i mean how am i gonna relate to it what what feeling is she gonna like evoke from me with this album i'm scared in our sos era (laughs) yeah (laughs) i was like what are you talking about well i'm like that's the name of the album right i didn't know that i just keep seeing oh i'm pretty sure it's sos i literally only keep seeing the cover of her in the middle of the ocean that wasn't photoshopped (laughs) But yeah, so, so, so. what are yours? Yeah, mine are not anything unique. Um, I okay. I feel like some people fan. might not know her. Okay, well, Pink Panthers. If you haven't been put on to her yet, um, she is also so. Of course, everything nowadays relates back to TikTok. Um, but she was definitely someone that blew up on TikTok, and I feel like she just had such a different sound than what has been popular in pop culture recently and it's also crazy because she's so young i think she's yeah, what 19 I, I didn't know that i just saw a picture of her for the first time the other day oh really mm-hmm. that was also another she was thing black. I yeah i was gonna say when she started making music she didn't ever post i don't think she ever posted like her actual face or anything like that but so many of her yeah. sounds always um always blew up um but it's also so funny too because <laughs> i remember when she released her album 
it was kind of similar to Olivia Rodrigo's album in the sense of like it's so short. Well, all of Pink Panthers' songs are like two minutes each. Um, so everyone was joking, like, if she has a concert, like, you literally cannot show up late because it'll be over in 15 minutes. But her music is also, oh, I lied, she's 21. She was born in 2001. Yeah, like, I don't, well, I guess I maybe like, she was 19 remember. when she first started making music is where I got Probably. from it or something. Um, but it's been, yeah, it's been fun to kind of watch her blow up. I feel like she's been featured on quite a few things lately. She's been performing. What what was she at that she performed at? Lollapalooza, maybe, or something? Oh, I thought you were talking about that. Um, that place in the UK. I think it's called the Boiler Room, where they do like surprise performances. Oh, because yeah. that's when no, she I met Flo. She was like on a stage. Yeah, she was like on a stage performing somewhere. But maybe um, Glastonbury. I don't know geography or like wireless something in the in Europe. I feel like it would be Europe. Yeah, but no, I also saw her recently. Was she at ACL? Maybe. She was on stage with Paramore at some point. I saw she yes, was on stage with Um, but yeah, I said all that to say it's it's fun to watch people kind of blow up, I think. Um, and then my second one, rest in peace, Mac Miller. He still mm-hmm. always has made his way somewhere. Like so many of his songs always end up in like my top played songs each year. Um, but he's been one of my favorite artists. Back even in like middle school, me and my best friend Valentina were like obsessed with him, even like seventh, eighth grade. Um, and I feel like his songs always hit too. And they've actually started, I think it was this last year, they re- released some of his old albums or like EPs that weren't released prior. Um, so it was fun kind of discovering something that was new to me for the first time. But I think for many years to come, obviously he won't be making new new music but um i'll always appreciate like the stuff that he put out when he yeah. was able to i feel like i was also like a late adopter or late fan of mac miller but he does hit. i still like not to rehash the past because what are you gonna do about it now but i still like tear up when i think about him and ariana grande yeah no that like that is so supposed to be they were supposed to be together like and it it's to the point where that. No, it gets to the point where my algorithm, like, I will see, like, edits of them on my TikTok for you page. Well, it's one of those things, you know, when you watch, like, one video full length and then they start to come up. Like, it's, like, one night I watched, like, one and then next thing I know I felt like every other video was it. Um, So, yeah, I had that. Yeah, I went through that for, like, a week. But, yeah, he'll always always be there somewhere for me, I think. And then on the same note, we have songs that didn't make the cut. Of our Spotify wrapped. Do you want to go first? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mine are, back to my point before about just kind of having songs that are like fun to sing and make me feel good. I think both of these songs kind of fit that category. The first one is called Intimidated by Kay Trinata featuring her. Kay Trinata dropped this. It almost it sounds one? exactly, it almost sounds exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. But yes, that is the song. I wasn't going to sing it. So thanks for that. But yeah, it's one of those songs that just makes me feel good. Like I will literally dance around in my room to that song. Um, And it's kind of like, I don't know, it just puts me in a good mood. Um, A second one is called Coming Down by James Blake featuring SZA. This was a new find for me. Noah's really into James Blake. He kind of put me on to him. And I feel like there are some similarities between James Blake from like a lyrical standpoint to Frank Ocean. So I'm kind of drawn to that. Um, and he all just still just has like a really nice voice, I think. But then when I found out the SZA was on the song, you know, I skipped all <laughs> the other songs on the album and went straight to that one. Um, but that song is about, and again, I'm not one to get analytical or really look into music, but the lyrics are pretty straightforward. <laughs> Basically about like two people in a relationship that just, it was like right person, wrong time kind of thing. Um, and in the song, they're like talking back and forth to each other, you know, cause sometimes when you have a song and someone's featured, they hop in for a verse and do their yeah, thing and they're yeah. out. But this song is kind of fun cause it's kind of like a conversation back and forth. Um, so, you know, I'll be driving in the car and I'll be like playing both parts of the song, you know, kind of like a Troy and Gabriella type moment. Um, but yeah, super fun. So I'll probably still be listening to it a lot throughout the next year. So maybe it'll make it in 2023. Yeah. Mine are similar artists little bit different vibes um my first one is kiss of venus by dominic fike 
So literally today, like this morning in Starbucks when I was working <laughs> and it came on, I found out that like this it is came on. <laughs> like I played it. Like I played it. Because, okay, on the song, it always was like Dominic Fike, Paul McCartney. And I was like, I don't hear Paul McCartney anywhere in the song. <laughs> I looked at the cover of the album artwork mm-hmm. and it said like Paul McCartney like reimagined or something. And so then while we were on this call, I literally was like, I wonder if this is a Paul McCartney song because what do I look like listening to Paul McCartney? And it is. So I just found out that like, I guess maybe it's a, it was an album where like people did covers like as a tribute. Literally the name. Oh, no, no. Yeah. It says McCartney reimagined on the cover. But the whole time, every time I would listen to it, I thought it was like, a collab like a like literally like them on a song together and I was like maybe Paul McCartney is just playing the guitar or something because like I don't hear him on the song and then literally today when I was in Starbucks I was like this has to be a cover or something and then I looked it up and it's a Dominic Mike cover what are you laughing at well I just muted myself because I was like oh do I know the actual song when you brought do it you? up so it'd be funny I don't think so that's what I'm saying like but I don't know the song and so I like the cover can't say i've heard the original but it's like a feel good song and like yeah it reminds me it was on my summer playlist and so i really like that song and then on the mm-hmm. other hand um similar artists back to omar apollo this one is a little bit of a depressy vibe <laughs> uh but it's personally from his most recent album ivory <sighs> it like it's depressing but like he puts so much like emotion into his songs and it's like mm-hmm. you feel like your heartache the way that you're singing the song. Mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. like i be feeling those lyrics and i've never experienced heartache in my life but like i feel his heartache and i'm like frank ocean i don't know what you did to this man but like <laughs> you put him through the ringer with this album uh um, so that i was surprised that that wasn't in my talk because i listen to it literally like all the time um and then he also has a collab with uh is that the word collab he has a i say i feel like i say collab okay he has a collab with kelly uchis 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 yeah the way that i've seen her in concert three times is it um, uchis or kelly uchis? uchis i think it's uchis uchis he has a collab with kelly uchis and it's called Okay, actually no. I'll just give I'll just give my tops from the song from the album. Listen to what is the wait, name of the album? Ivory. I just said that. Oh, okay. Um. So number seven, go away. Number eight, waiting on you. Number ten, personally, and obviously evergreen. That's the song that went popular on TikTok. His song with Kali Uchis is Bad Life. Good song. Um, highly recommend. Lexi, you should start with that one. I also recently, um, I don't know when this song came out, but he has a song with, maybe it was like Daniel Caesar or somebody. Yeah. Called Invincible. Yeah, same album. Is that what it is? Oh, that is. Mm-hmm. Okay, I know that song. I somehow stumbled across that song. I'm sure it came up in like a daily mix one day. And I was like, oh, yeah. this is good. No, I like him. But yeah, I've been listening like to that one. Too. Yeah. Um, but those are my didn't make the cuts that should have. And with that, <laughs> still on the form of media consumption, um, but not in the lyrical sense. We'll go through some of our top movies, shows, slash entertainment. <laughs> I think Victoria and I have talked through multiple episodes. <laughs> our differences when it comes to media consumption, whether it be the type, how long, <laughs> the communication vehicle. But this one, we're just going to stick to like shows or something you would type in on your TV to watch. For me, I like how which, you specified that. <laughs> well, the real ones, the OGs, might be surprised by some of these. I decided to take a different turn. Usually, my media consumption is more scary, mm-hmm. thriller esque, not happy. But this year, I watched Confessions of a Shopaholic for the very first time. A and throwback. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it. Typically, when I go on Disney Plus and I'm looking for a movie, I'll stick with like a Freaky Friday or Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen type movie. But this one caught my eye and I watched it and I loved it. And there are very few like feel good rom-com type movies that I would like watch over and over again. But that was one of them, Um, which again, surprised me. But I think I'll go back to it 
many, many more times. I don't think I finished that movie. I started it back in 2020, I think, when it was yeah. on Amazon Prime. And I remember getting to a certain point, but I don't remember finishing it. But I, it was good from what I got to. Yeah, it was like cute. And I feel like especially movies from that time can be really good or really bad. Or like just as like how well do they age, you know? And I feel like that one mm-hmm. aged pretty well. Um, my second one, which is one that Vicky is mad at, is a YouTube I'm series. Mad. You you shared I'm some just, feelings. You say a category and you don't like do the category. Let's throw back to the weird episode. And it's interesting because these are ideas for episodes that I come <laughs> up with. So I feel like if I'm coming up with it, <laughs> that also means it can be interpreted. Like it can be interpreted in multiple ways. And maybe maybe you just need to get a little more creative. Think outside maybe, the box. Maybe. But um, with that, the, the category that I recommended was movies slash shows. I did not say <laughs> television shows. Um, and this is a YouTube show. It's on okay. the Vogue YouTube channel. It's on the Vogue YouTube channel. And I know everybody loves like 73 questions with Vogue or like the beauty secrets, you know, and like everyone's getting ready in the bathroom. But I love the seven days of outfits, which, you know, fashion girly. Woohoo. Um, but I think that series is so fun. They bring so many different people on and they'll go through, you know, my Monday usually looks like this and this is what I would wear. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, blah, blah, blah. But I just think it's so fun. And it's also fun to see people style themselves because celebrities so many times are styled by other people. They have stylists. You know, maybe you're Kim K and, you know, you're in the Balenci. Or um, other models that have all their contracts with, like, all the different designers and, or, and stuff. But this is fun to just see people do what they want. And it's also good for some fashion inspo. So this is different from when they go over their most iconic looks. Yeah, so the iconic looks is like they'll have this, you know, they have the book mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, I wore this to like this fashion show and it made me feel this way type of thing. But this is literally like they'll come on and they're in this like big dressing room and they have mm-hmm. a rack of clothes oh. and then they like pick out their outfit and they're like, this is why I'd wear this or like this is oh, my favorite cool. pair of shoes type of thing. I feel like it's a little bit more personal. And then my last one from <laughs> 22. 20- from 2022 is euphoria which i had to go back and double check if that even came out in 2022 but i loved it because it was a it was a cultural movement i agree i agree live tweeting like being part of something bigger than yourself you know what i mean and for me that was that was watching euphoria i think the way that the memes from that season have lived on the way that people will still go back and quote it and to know that we were able to watch that in real time, <laughs> to discuss with peers on the internet about it, it was so fun. I feel like I also went through that with Insecure. When some of the seasons of Insecure would watch out or would would come out, I would watch those as they were released and then engage like on Twitter and stuff, see what people were talking about, and then also Love Island past seasons. But mm-hmm. Euphoria really hit it for me this year. And I when is the next season coming out? Not for a while. Anytime soon. Okay. Then yeah, they're I'm not hold on to filming this one for a while. until Zendaya's. next year. Cause she's she's done with like Dune and all Dune. that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So also you go the a while. Engagement rumors. That's a joke, right? It was fake. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I'm pretty sure that's not real, but um, yeah. The the cultural movement that was and is Euphoria will was a top from this year. Great. Media. <laughs> um, I think we have very different <laughs> for these. Um, well, I do love a movie like Confessions of a Shopaholic, but I don't think I have anything in that range. Mine are so masculine. Mm, okay. Minus the last one. Um, my first one. I will admit it took me a really long time to get on the hype train of this one because I tried to watch it like a year ago and I was like, I do not get what everyone is saying about this show. Like, but I usually feel that way about a lot of like really popular TV shows. Like I'll admit it. I haven't seen Stranger Things. I have not seen literally name any relevant TV show. Like what's, what's another popular one? Stranger Things um mm. love is blind haven't seen it oh yeah um, i don't watch love is blind you watched you 
Did you? I didn't finish it. No, okay. Not this last season. I'm on the very last episode. Um, so I, I, I'll count. That. I'll watch that one. What else is there? Um, especially like HBO stuff. Like I've just never like industry. Oh, I started like, it. Or like Gossip Girl. Okay, like that's what I'm saying. So like popular stuff that's like adult shows. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like White Lotus. Not taking place in high school. Oh, White I like Lotus. White Lotus. One episode, and I tried to watch it again on the plane, but then I was like. They're doing some weird stuff, and like, I don't want people to like. I was yeah. like to Arkansas, okay? Like, I was like, these people don't know, like, <laughs> little this is. conservative. Yeah, so I was like, let me turn my brightness down, and then that wasn't enough, so I turned it off. But White Lotus, like, I haven't just like, I just mm-hmm. it takes me forever to get on like the bandwagon for that type of stuff. I'm sorry, I will never watch Stranger Things. Like, that's just not my demographic whatsoever. I think I watched season one, which I watched a couple many years and ago. It scared came out. me. Yeah. That Demogorgon scared the hell out of me. Yeah. I was like, you don't need to make something that looks like that. I don't care if it's fake. <laughs> and then, from what I remember, it got worse. Like, the yeah, Vecna think, shit, well, I would see. Like, I'm yeah, like, no, some of that stuff looked like, actually scary. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, we but don't I never... need to go that far. Like, that looks like a demon, literally. Like, that is what I imagine hell to look like, literally. So, no. No thanks. But, all that time. Succession. Um, I finally rewatched it when I got COVID back in July. Shout out to my girlies who didn't get COVID for two plus years. Um, Lexi still hasn't gotten it. Look at her. Um, I mean, I ain't got no wood to knock on. Um, yeah, knock so on I wood. Got the bug in July, and I wasn't even like that sick. I just literally took off of work and I had nothing to do, so I watched it, and then I like got really enthralled with it. I was like, I get mm-hmm. it now. I was like as someone who's been in the corporate space like now i understand and like i mm-hmm. was hooked on it like i finished season one and two like in two days and then i started season three yeah because i think season four is about to come out started season three and then like i was binging it too quick and i know that season four is coming out early 2023 and I just mm-hmm. don't want to be done with it yet, like, because I don't want to be, like, left with what's going to happen. And yeah. I really hate watching stuff weekly. So, like, I think it's going to be really hard for me to avoid, like, succession spoilers, especially on Twitter, because a lot of people on Twitter like the show. Mm-hmm. And it seems like a lot of people live tweet and stuff. So I'm like, I guess I'm just going to have to watch it weekly, which is going to suck for me. But I got really obsessed with that show. Like, I can't even, like, put into words how much I like that show. The second one I've talked about already, um, and if you've been listening, then you would know, but it would be Netflix's documentary show, F1 Drive to Survive. And I need to preface and say, I did not watch Formula One before I watched this show. So for some people, that means I'm a fake fan. I'm actually really not. I'm pretty like well-versed on how the sport works now. But I just think it was so interesting to be able to dive as deep into something that like I just knew absolutely nothing about like Mm -hmm. I knew nothing about the world of racing knew nothing about the world of NASCAR did not even know that Formula One existed first of all like I was like this is gonna be like NASCAR completely different did not know that it was like international and that they traveled did not know that there were only 20 drivers in the entire world and like this is the highest level of race like the amount of work and like that goes into becoming a Formula One driver. Like people spend dedicate their entire lives to mm-hmm. trying to become a Formula One driver. And there are only 20 in the entire world. It's like even with the NFL, there are like a couple hundred oh, yeah. like yeah. NFL players. But it's like 20 drivers, period. Like you either make it or you don't. And like they are so brutal. It genuinely, if you have a boyfriend, like you need to make your boyfriend watch it because it's like a boy's version of reality TV. Like if you mm. like housewives, you will like Drive to Survive because like they are just as petty, just as catty. Like there's all this money involved, and it's just like really dramatic. Um, and you just never knew. I never knew what was happening, or I never knew what was going to happen because I didn't follow the sport. So it was so like interesting. And it literally, I think the funniest part about it is that I found it one morning when I was hungover. Like I literally had ordered <laughs> Uber Eats for breakfast, and I think the new season had just come out, and I was like. I remember this influencer brought this up like a year ago and I was like, mm-hmm. what is she talking about? 
and I didn't watch it. And then I randomly decided to watch it. And I was like, what is this? And I was so confused by everything that I kept watching, mm-hmm. finished the season. And I was like, now I have to watch the other two, se- like the other three <laughs> seasons. And I finished like, I think three of the seasons in like a weekend, got so obsessed with it, went down such a rabbit hole, started telling all of my friends about it. Yeah, she did. <laughs> Made my friends start watching it. Some of my friends like are really like it too. So like that is my best watch of the year. I highly recommend. I don't care if you're not into sports. It's really good. It's it's just interesting in general. And then my last one, um, a very random um movie. It's like a parody type movie, I would say. Or is that is that what you would consider? Did you see it? No, but I'm familiar. Um, it was called Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Um, Pete Davidson was in it. Kind of a jump scare. I didn't know that going into it. <laughs> and then, but there's been like, there's been memes on Twitter now that came from that movie. Oh, really? It's like, you are not middle class. Like, she was like, you are upper middle class. Your parents are professors at a university. You you don't know what I'm talking about? Oh, no. Oh my gosh, no. I've been seeing it all over Twitter and I'm like, that's so funny. Um, It's basically like, a murder mystery parody. Yeah. And that's not a good explanation because I just didn't go in knowing what it was. So I had a fun time watching it. And I feel like everyone else should go in not knowing what it is. But I enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, then I think that's a, a good, was it like cliffhanger to leave people at for those who didn't yeah. see it, including myself. I'm pretty sure it's on Amazon Prime. I just, um, I was literally just looking it up. Yeah. Maybe Peacock. Four ninety nine. Redbox, YouTube, Redbox. Voodoo. <laughs> That's Redbox. the first one. Three ninety nine. Three That's the cheapest way you can watch it. I thought Redbox. All the other ones are four ninety nine. All the other ones are four ninety nine. Where is there a Redbox? I don't know. So what's TV? I guess online now. Flashing something. Or Apple TV for five ninety nine. No thanks. Yeah, um, next at that point, I might as well go to the theater. Yes, next category. <laughs> it's not in the theater anymore. Oh. In the theater, so it was. $12. Um, okay. Next category is accomplishments. I think I'll keep mine pretty vague, um, especially since they're not like super measurable. But the first one is I just feel like I've grown a lot more confident this year. I think I've put myself out more in a lot of areas one obviously socially social media wise anyway with launching the podcast and being comfortable putting thoughts and ideas and vulnerability out on the internet um has kind of taken me to another level of confidence just in my thoughts and how I communicate things and the idea that my thoughts and ideas and opinions and insights are worth something has been really fun. I've also branched out more posting online. I was never really someone who posted on Instagram that frequently, I don't think. I think even right now, at least a feed post is something that happens, you know, every couple months and I'll post on my story here and there. But I have been posting on TikTok a lot more, which I know I've talked about before, but it has been a fun creative outlet that I enjoy. And I think sometimes it's almost easier to post something knowing that a lot of people could see it, but it's also like people I don't know personally, or maybe sometimes mm-hmm. people I do know. It's kind of a weird mind game to play, I think, sometimes, because then it's like, oh, people who, it's almost like, you know, when you think people are, are liking things or tell you stuff is good just because they're your friends and like they want to mm-hmm. be nice, you know, not that necessarily you need, and actually not at all that you'd need validation from someone like that, but I don't know, just the idea of kind of growing a community and getting feedback from people that you don't know is kind of fun. And like I said, I think sometimes there's a little bit less pressure off TikTok. You know how people always talked about the work it took to post something on Instagram? Like, you know, if you're going to post it on Instagram, like it has to be like the best photo that you have. Mm -hmm. Whereas I think, you know, TikTok is kind of known for just like dumping whatever you want out on the internet. Um, Isn't necessarily my form of content. My content is still edited. But Mm -hmm. um you know, I don't know. That's just been fun. And yeah, I think experimenting a little bit more with, like I said, the way I dress, the way I accessorize, you know, 
facial piercings, my tooth gem, which is still a personality trait for now. I think I want to get it switched out though. Um, But yeah, just kind of being confident in my thoughts and ideas and how I show myself physically to the world has been cool and something I've leaned into a lot more this past year. And then also, I guess this one is more measurable. I have started actively saving money, which is not something I did before. I think we touched on this quite a bit, actually, in our money episode two, whatever number that was. Um, but I used to think that just keeping money in my saving or in, just keeping money in my checking account was saving because <laughs> I wasn't spending it yeah. versus actively trying to invest that money in my high yield savings account or putting it in my Roth IRA or I even upped my um what is that called? Oh, my 401k like contribution mm-hmm. this year. I upped it a percentage. So again, trying to be more active and intentional with certain things, even if it is passive saving. But again, not just hoarding money in my checking account for fear that it'll be lost someday. And Mm -hmm. so those are hobbies that I hope to keep, not only going into the next year, but pretty much for the rest of my life. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, it's been cool to kind of see myself grow that way. And I guess also get more confident in my ability to manage and handle money, whether that looks like enjoying the money that I have by spending it, but also trying to be smart about saving part of it too. Yeah, I know we chatted about <clears throat> confidence. I feel like we both kind of like grew in our confidence over the past year in different ways, definitely. But like, mm-hmm. uh, I agree with that too. Mm, can't say I, I uh, relate with the saving money one. I, I do save <laughs> money, but like, I could be a lot better about it. Um, my accomplishments are a little, a little bit different, but. Still accomplishments, nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, I think at the beginning of the year, though, I did say I wanted to travel a lot more, and I definitely did that this year. Um, was a I think, jet setter. Yeah, I think I counted with you how many flights yeah. I had taken this year, and it's been over 20 flights, not trips. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I would not have enough time to take 20 trips this year, but definitely traveled a lot more. I checked off the bucket list of finally going to Europe so that was really cool um because I yeah I think I said that in my resolutions that I wanted to go to Europe Mm -hmm. um so that was cool to get to see a lot more of the U.S. a lot more of the world make a lot of cool memories because I think that there were some trips on that list that like I just wasn't even expecting to even like if you would have asked me at the beginning of the year I probably wouldn't have thought I was gonna take them Scottsdale like um so, like, there were some that I knew were coming, but, like, there were definitely some. Well, I think even, like, off. yeah, I think even, like, your birthday trip. I think there was always yeah. the idea, like, oh, yeah. it would be a trip, but the destination wasn't final until yeah, <laughs> kind of close. Same with Hawaii. Like, that was not. Oh, yeah, Hawaii. Like, I knew that Rachel and Zach were moving there, but I didn't, I wasn't planning on going. I wanted to give them mm-hmm. time to, like, move. And mm-hmm. then Rachel was the one who was like, no, come. So I was like, okay, sure. Um, so definitely just, like. I think that also ties into being like a little bit more spontaneous and like, yeah, not necessarily like planning being as much of like a control freak about planning as I have been in the past could say the same thing about Scottsdale. I think we planned that like two or three weeks before we went. So like, yeah, um, lots of spontaneous trips this year, but I definitely like learned a lot about myself through those. And then obviously we launched Tree Level, which is like a really big accomplishment. Yeah. So wanted to take the time to acknowledge it because I was like, that was a big deal. And we did it. It was. I still get like so reminiscent thinking about where it started or like how the idea yeah. started. And then, you know, it just being multiple, multiple FaceTime calls and then it being like, okay, wait, like, let's actually do this. Yeah. Um, that's been fun. I think that's one of the first things I've not the first thing I've ever done, but you know, like it's independent. Yeah, like yeah. Something I did just because I or because we wanted to. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and I guess also fun fact or a, a little into the history of entry level, I wasn't even supposed to be a co-host. <laughs> she wasn't. <laughs> that was, was not like, even the idea. I was just supposed. I was just asking you a bunch of questions about it, and then I well, I think it was literally I was facetiming you a bunch about like just how I was going through it. <laughs> yeah after graduation and I was like I don't know anything about anything work-related and then I don't even remember 
how I thought, oh, I remember I was like, should I do an Instagram? Like, should I try to make it like my TikTok niche? Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. then I was like, I could just make a podcast. And I was like, because that's my thing. I don't like to be on camera. I like to be behind the camera. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I could do a podcast. I don't know how to do a podcast. And I remember we did a couple combos about it. You were helping me with names. I remember. No, it was and literally that's I remember. I was like, and I was like, I was starting to get selfish. I was like, no offense. <laughs> I don't want to. <laughs> I was like, I don't want to put in all this work and then like not get to be a part of it. Yeah. But. And then I was like, actually, I think it could work. And then here we are. So 21 stuff. episodes later. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also thinking about like where we came in terms of our first episode. Mm-hmm. like just our ability to have a conversation I don't think naturally anybody, nobody knows this but like we recorded that episode like three times like it was it was really bad we could not figure anything out the sound was, i did not the mic I like, situation i was like i get why they're producers like yeah i was confused like could not get it right but two girls yeah. sharing one mic in a dream oh yeah now sitting we have two on, mics. My, on my living room floor <laughs> But yeah, Ooh. look at us now, step by step. Yeah, and then one of our last categories to kind of reflect on the last year is we're just going to pick our top month. I also kind of got this idea from the TikTok trend where people are going through and like rating their months of each year. Mm-hmm. If I were to do the trend, I don't plan on it, but I guess verbally <laughs> I'll talk through it. If I were to do the trend, I think I probably would have rated May the top month. There was so much happening in that month, and usually I'm not someone who's attracted to like a really busy or crazy schedule mm-hmm. but literally I just spent so much time with friends um and I think where I'm at geographically in life now doesn't allow me to see the people that I've been closest to in the past few years all that often again I'm so lucky to live so close to Victoria and then I live with Noah now and I still have quite a few friends in Dallas but also a lot of friends that aren't in Dallas um and so May started off strong with, again, our infamous trip to Scottsdale, which was literally, I think, the best vacation I've ever had just because it was so easy. It was one of those things like, what do you say? Like, we didn't set high expectations for anything, really. Like, it was like, oh, we're just going to go and see what happens. Um, And it just literally turned out to be the best. I mean, the only thing I guess we actually planned was ATVing. Yeah, the rest was just vibes, honestly. And the rest is like, we'll just see, like, what happens. Like, we were like, I remember the first night, we were like, oh, like, let's just go to the, was it Razorbacks? 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 Yeah, because I thought it was the The baseball game? And it wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, like, these people are not good. And that boy, that stadium was empty. 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 We are like, yeah, let's go see the game. Let's walk to this pub. Let's go to this restaurant. Let's sit by the pool and make up stories about all the people that are sitting there for the whole weekend. Um, oh, yeah, literally so fun. Boy. I was thinking about him, too. I was going back and looking at some of the the pictures. Yeah, I wonder what he's doing now. Or if he'll I wish I would have taken a picture of him. And I wish I would have talked to him. I should have. Next time. Next time. Next time. Oh, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, which is, I guess, probably everybody except me and Victoria, we're going <laughs> to now have an annual trip. So I think it'll be somewhere new. But... Um, We've learned I know, a lot. but I really want to go back to Scottsdale. I'm, I'm we still can. We still can. We have time. We have time. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it started off with that trip. And then literally as soon as we got back from Dallas, actually the same night, it was SMU graduation weekend. Mm-hmm. And so because of that, we had so many friends that were in Dallas for that weekend. Um, and it was like, I think the first time in a really long time, probably actually the first time since I graduated in 2020 that Pretty much my entire college friend group was mm-hmm. back together. So that was super fun. And I feel like the weekend, it wasn't even like that weekend specifically wasn't even jam packed. There was still a good mix of just hanging out and talking, but we still went out and, you know, ate good meals together. And then Darian's iconic birthday, black tie birthday <laughs> party was that month. And then, oh yeah, we also saw Olivia Rodrigo. So that was mm-hmm. fun. It was also kind of funny because at that point we weren't even listening to her like that. Um, but that was a good concert. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, you kn- we all knew every word to every song. <laughs> yeah. Which doesn't happen often, but again, when you have so few songs, uh, <laughs> it makes it easy to kind of keep up with. But it was just, those good vibes. But it was literally something to look forward to every weekend that didn't stress me out. Yeah. I felt like it was also a good precursor to summer. Oh, for sure. 
I didn't do um, half that much stuff. I was summer, literally about to say, was my summer. It started off well. <laughs> I, I thought from that my summer would be jam-packed, but it wasn't. Um, yeah, no, that was going to be my answer too, but literally 90% of the things would have been like what you just said, with the exception of I went to New York one time in that time frame. So I picked another month. This is my backup month. How selfless of you. I know. Um, but also selfish because it was my birthday month. <laughs> um i picked october um honestly just in general like objectively from my perspective october is always one of the best months of the year because it's like the start of fall depending on where you're at um so like the leaves are starting to change colors and like i don't know the vibes the cozy vibes are there yeah it's when you like if you're dating you're like okay let me like cut down a roster you know what i mean that time (laughs) that time of the year but um but yeah, no, not exactly cupping season though. It's like on the well, break. prepping for prepping. It's the prep prepping, and then for you get to November, season. and you're like, okay, we got to make a decision, and then you go from there. But I don't know. My October, my October was pretty good this year. I celebrated my 24th birthday in Dallas early, and then mm-hmm. everyone already knows. But I went to Europe, Just had the time of my life in Barcelona. Living all of my cheater girls' dreams, clubbing. Oh yeah! Didn't you recreate the scene where they sing "Strut"? Yeah, I'm not into <laughs> that though. <laughs> so like, I posted probably not. <laughs> I don't know. I'll think about it if I find it. Um, yeah, we did, but like, I don't even. We weren't on the street where that happened. <laughs> like, we were just walking back from a club, <laughs> and I decided to play the song. Um, and then I went to London, which was fun. Relived a little like 2012 1D moment for all my girlies who watched Zoella. I kind of felt like her. Mm. I watched Zoella. Um, okay, that's surprising. Yeah, I was like, she probably wouldn't know that. But yeah, I watched Zoella. Um, and then I'm sure it would have been great if I would have gone to the F1 race, but I <laughs> proceeded to get sick. So <laughs> I was supposed to go to the Austin Grand Prix. And as soon as I got back from Dallas, I'm talking quite literally not the next day but the day after got some mysterious illness and that lasted until f1 weekend so i couldn't go also Haley had finals so it worked out perfectly for the both of us i guess so yeah that was a good month for me but my real one is may <laughs> <laughs> and then last one we have our some of a, a sneak peek into 2023 but just a sneak peek at our goals for 2023. Yeah. So like we said, oh, okay, go ahead. Oh, no, you go. No, I was going to say, yeah, like we said, um, it has been a great year. I think overall for the podcast, definitely learned a lot, which is why we're excited for 2023 to kind of improve on all of the challenges and opportunities that we came into. And again, with this being the last episode of the year, we do kind of want to give you guys a sneak peek into what might look different for us personally, for the podcast, um, and kind of leave you hanging on your toes for these last couple weeks. (laughs) Yeah. So one of mine, obviously, I think very relevant is to continue growing entry-level, have some big goals, big dreams, big aspirations for this. And I know that has the potential to be, it already is great, but I know that has potential to be something incredible revolutionary mm-hmm. show say that so say that you might see some more guests who aren't necessarily friends yeah <laughs> like real guests we kind of cheated some of those thank you though to our friends yeah. who have been on here. yeah no but, some great guests but like i we need yeah they were good some, conversations like, but some creators in here um some solo episodes possibly yeah we'll talk about that um you might be seeing more episodes I'm not going to promise weekly because we could barely get bi-weekly down, but yeah, we're going to have some surprise yet. episodes here and there and more active, being more active on social media. Mm-hmm. That's all for entry level. On a personal level, I would like to get a hobby. <laughs> <laughs> the way that that cut so, <laughs> like it was like so aspirational in this and then it was like, yeah, I need a hobby. To be like quite frank, like. I think about this probably more than the normal person, but like I like it kind of keeps me up at night that I don't have a hobby. Like 
because it's like, yeah, what do I do besides like get on my phone, watch TV and get on TikTok and go to sleep? And I think I struggle. I struggle more with like the fact that I don't, I don't feel like I have any skills. Like I have skills that I can put on a resume, but literally over Thanksgiving break, we were watching Chopped, my family is, as we always do. And I was like, these people really come on here to compete because they're like, I'm the best. And I was like, what am I the best at? <laughs> and then I sat there for a little longer and I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. I, again, maybe... I don't have an aspiration to cook, but I'm like, oh, I want to develop like a skill and be like, oh yeah, I'm good at that. You well, know, outside of like teamwork and communication. I've brought it up multiple times, but like, I think I do just finally need to bite the bullet and take a cooking class. Pickleball? Like, oh. No. Cooking. Because You've said pickleball before. I know I have, but it's cold right now and no one's playing pickleball. So like, I'm not going to say it. Cooking. I don't even know how to cut onion. Sorry. There I said it. Like I look it up every single time. I found out I was cutting an onion wrong six months ago. Like I didn't know you were supposed to. Like I, I didn't know there was a way to cut one and what I was doing was wrong. Now granted, was it like Kendall Jenner and the cucumber fiasco? (laughs) No. That was actually so funny. But when I found out how you were supposed to go and I was like, I have not been doing this. Now, don't get me wrong, like, I don't burn boiled water or anything, like, but I just don't have a, just, like, I'm not passionate about cooking, like, if I don't have to, I'm not going to, you know me, if it comes down to ordering food or cooking, like, I'm probably gonna (laughs) order the food, like, me and Lexi have very different mindsets on cooking, and that's saying a lot because Lexi doesn't even cook like that, like, she does quite the bare minimum, she does (laughs) the bare minimum, and, like, I don't even do that, I'm, like, I'm not... Like, if it's 9 p.m. and we're both getting home, she will cook something. I will leave my house, go buy food, and come home. Like, because my, that's so faster than cooking. Yeah, let me also add clarification. My cooking is – I don't like to use that many pots or pans. Like, I'll likely put some rice in, like, a vegetable that I can chop and maybe a protein, probably something frozen from Trader Joe's in a bowl. And I will eat that together. I don't preheat the oven. I don't put anything on the stove. Like, it is very minimal. Or I'll make, like, a sandwich or something. Very minimal. But, yeah, I wanted to put that in perspective because it's hardly cooking. But, yeah, to Victoria's point, still more than she does on the average day. (laughs) Yeah. So, good hobby. That's my second one. (laughs) I think... Yeah. So, honestly, I think for this, I'm just going to share one, like, personal goal that I have just because... My goals for the podcast pretty much line up entirely with Victoria's goals for the podcast as well. I hope so. Um, but for me, <laughs> for me personally, um, co-host. Yeah, for me, I I am practicing like manifesting this and saying it out loud, also to hold mm-hmm. myself accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I am extremely adamant about moving out of Texas this year. It's something that I've talked about for a while but I've just sat and talked about it and hadn't actually done anything um but I'm very much caught up in the idea that I'm young and I'm truly not tied down to anything geographically and there's so much to see in the world and granted you know I talk about this I moved a lot when I was younger I've been in Dallas for six years now which not truly six years because I feel like it doesn't necessarily count when you're in college kind Mm -hmm. of, but you know, you're not living the same type of life you live when you're not in school. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, I just feel like I've been in Dallas for so long and there's so much to see and I do enjoy Dallas. And the thing is, I think this is such an easy city to move back to. There Mm -hmm. are apartments on every corner, like there are leasing offices. You walk in, you can get a tour anywhere, sign a lease anywhere. There are so many jobs here. Um, so many neighborhoods to live in. Cost of living is relatively inexpensive for the type of city that it is. Um, And so I can always come back, but I know I won't always be in a position where I'm able to leave. Um, So my lease is up in August. I think I've decided officially that I want to move to Chicago. My cousin and I were talking about it because her lease is also up in August and she's interested in moving to Chicago, which I think that makes it a lot easier because it takes a lot of pressure off of me doing it by myself. And it used to be one of those things that I didn't want to tell people about because I'm like, I don't want to look stupid if I don't actually do it. Mm-hmm. Also, some, like I've had similar feelings about the podcast. You know what I mean? Like I don't always want to yeah. talk about it because people be like, mm, how's it going? How many listeners do you have? Are you viral yet? Mm-hmm. LOL. And I'm like, no. Yeah. Um, but here I am practicing saying it out loud to hold myself accountable. And even if I don't reach it, oh, well, 
but <laughs> I'm going to say that I'm going to. So yeah, yeah we already we already record virtually for the most part, but maybe I'll have some stories <laughs> to tell about a city other than Dallas in the coming months. Yeah. But yeah, I guess, like I said, that's Exciting our stuff. sneak peek. Just leaving you with, with a little bit for, for what's to come next year. A little bit of a cliffhanger. Cause yeah, not too God much. God knows how things are going to go. <laughs> yeah, let me not. <laughs> what is it? Like man plans and God laughs or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. This is it. Last episode of the year. Yeah. We honestly, made it a whole year. Not to be like, everyone shit on this year. And granted, there were some bad parts of the year. Oh, but for I'm sure. Like, I had a pretty decent year. I don't know about you. Yeah. No, I did too. I I think I, I learned a lot this year. Yeah. Which I, I think, think before when I learned like a lot. The year of realizing things. <laughs> <laughs> so well said. As Miss Kylie Jenner said. Um, yeah, no, I had a lot of so I think wait, was I talking to you about this? I think I was. Oh, no, maybe not. Yeah, I like you know how everyone says when you turn twenty five, like your synapses start. Oh, like your brain is fully developed type of thing. Yes, like it's so weird. Like I felt that this year. Like oh, genuinely. Yeah. Like the Yeah realizations that i had about a lot of things like everything Mm -hmm. just started to click and make sense and i think that that's where like a lot of my growth happened because i was like Mm -hmm. whoa like how did i not understand this whenever i was younger and now Mm -hmm. i get it and now it's like not that serious as i thought like the dumb like dumb and serious stuff but like literally being like it all happened i think literally it was maybe a month before my birthday (laughs) Because I had been in therapy, nothing was click- like it was. It was there. Mm-hmm. It wasn't clicking, but mm-hmm. like then it just wasn't even in therapy at that point, and then it just started clicking, and I was like, "What the hell?" But yeah, I realized a lot of things this year. Yeah, and quick plug: if you want to learn more about what we learned this year, go <laughs> listen to episodes seventeen and eighteen. Oh, yeah, okay. seventeen and eighteen. Seventeen yeah. and eighteen, which is interesting because seventeen has a lot of listens and eighteen doesn't. So it sounds like some people have some catching up to do. Um, but we were very insightful and bestowed a lot of knowledge in that episode. Thank you so much if you <laughs> listened to this year. We appreciate every single one of you. Mm-hmm. It's been a journey. Truly. Truly. Yeah, no, I'm not being sarcastic. Um <laughs> we appreciate every single one of you. It's been a journey. We've learned a lot. Thanks mm-hmm. for sticking through those very first episodes. Yeah, uh, <laughs> troopers for real. Garbage. Troopers. Um but we're still learning every day. Every day is every day you learn something new. So hopefully you stick with us in 2023. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't have much to add onto that. But yeah, with that, that's a wrap. Not only on this episode, but on this season, this year. And again, Echo Victoria, thank you for every listen, every engagement, every share, every anything that y'all have ever done. And with that... Go ahead and follow us on our socials. Professionally, it's at the entry level pod with two E's, T H E E N T R Y L E V E L P O D. And then from their individual accounts, Victoria is at Victoria X Jackson. Um, recently rebranded and changed my Instagram name. It's still Lexi Broadnax, but I took the vowels out. Um, so you can do the math for that. And rate us, follow us anywhere you listen to podcasts and share it with all your friends and illy and thanks for being our besties and with that amen we'll see you in 2023 see you next time bye